Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. My name is Gary. And this is Mike. And this is Daniel. It's good to be back, guys. It is good to be back. Yes, we've been gone a while. <laughs> it so has, For yeah. those of you that have been eagerly waiting for the next episode, it's here. It is here. Something about those summer months. I know, yes. right? Yeah. No, it's, it's a bit of crazy. You know, people are traveling, work, and all sorts of things. Yeah, Let so alone, I mean, Gary and I both started new jobs. and uh, Yeah. It's, uh, it made things a little... Sure. Congratulations difficult. to both of you, by the way. Well, yeah, you know, um, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because... I really credit a lot of my, a lot of the progress in my life to the changes that I've made because of my recovery, which all translated to a better financial oh, yeah. situation for you and your family. That's fantastic. Yeah, very exciting stuff. And yeah. you're probably in the same position. Yeah. No. I mean, definitely uh, in a much better place than I would have been in the past. Um, you know. I enjoy my job. I mean, not that I didn't enjoy my previous jobs, but definitely um, I have more freedom in my position now. And you know, I was able to speak up, uh, you know, when I had my job offer and uh, that changed a few things. Mm-hmm. So it makes, you know, my current job much easier and more flexible, which is fantastic. That's excellent. That's yeah. excellent. I'm really excited for both of you, by the way. That's yeah. very exciting. So our listeners are completely unaware of the fact that these things have happened in your life, but uh, it's it's great to see that good things can happen into the and lives do. of re- yeah. and do happen. It reminds me of the st- the night step promise. Yep, that's yeah. exactly right. <clears throat> so you know, for those who may not necessarily, we do have a podcast out there regarding the night step prop, uh, promise. I recommend yeah. reading that. But but I'm amazed to see progress, um, even economically, mm-hmm. uh, happen in people's lives, addicts' lives, as a result of. of just good things, good things happening in your life as a result of living these principles. So that's good. Yeah. 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 Very exciting. I, you know, and especially since, yeah, for me, I mean, it's it's officially been four years since I started this journey. And, you know, work-wise, it's just gotten better and better and better. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to just have a lonely, lowly, not lonely, lowly, uh, you know, position. You know, it's just I always had bosses above me, and now I don't. I, you know, I You're have, the man. I do have a boss, but I'm pretty much in charge, which is nice. Um, you know, and that slowly moved into those positions and I credit that to, you know, working recovery and I'm not burning all my extra energy towards my addiction and things like that. So, you know, I was able to finish school. I've been able to use my knowledge and, you know, and speak up about things where before I, I just never did. Right. You know, and I just kind of mired in the muck and never spoke up and, you know, uh, last few jobs i've spoken up and said ah this doesn't work i have this idea and even if they didn't agree with me i still put it out there sure and you know felt comfortable enough walking away like okay i pled my case and it's okay and it's not a great place to be to say oh absolutely yeah Yeah. it's okay i mean somebody doesn't agree with me it's okay it is yeah it's a great spot let's talk about the topic all right well i had an interesting experience um I have a uh, a friend of mine who discovered our podcast quite organically and not through me. No kidding. Nice. Yeah, and it was actually a really, really good experience. But this friend of mine, they asked this question. They said, I know that that you guys are kind of 
talk primarily about sexual addiction and things like that. But they wanted us, they wanted our thoughts on uh, additional addictions mm-hmm. or having sure. multiple addictions. Sure. Uh, video games was one that they mentioned. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I thought we'd just kind of jump into that a little bit because, sure. <clears throat> as you know, most addicts, if they have an addiction, actually have multiple addictions going on at the mm-hmm. same Parallels. time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm going to, um, I, I, I'm, I have a theory. Okay. It's very much a, and it's just Mike theoretically speaking, but, uh, my own discovery of, for instance, I, I've known my own children and, you know, some others, I wouldn't call it an addiction, but cell phones are really kind of come into play in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. seen that sort of stuff come about. And I've known kids who have literally grown up through those years of, of you know, exposure to cell phones, texting, things like that. And I, I see my own children. I see others who are just constantly looking at their phone and dealing with that. I'm 100% convic- convinced that, that that cell phone addiction, gaming, all those sorts of things sort of lay themselves comfortably on some of the bigger, heavier addictions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because really, at the end of the day, uh, the new addict, we'll call him the contemporary addict right now, in a lot of ways, their acting out behavior is on that cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes it makes complete sense in my mind why it would be that our mind is gravitating towards that cell phone, ultimately to be introduced to the internet and pornography and a variety of other things. Mm-hmm. And in a contemporary environment, in, in, in the contemporary addict right now, that's the place where they go act out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to assume that these addictions that we're talking about point us in places that are going to introduce us to heavier addictive yeah, behavior. Sure. <clears throat> um, something that uh, Shane mentioned in one of our groups as he came back from one of these trainings is that that addicts nowadays are are a little bit different. Yes. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, they're, you know, a lot of their addiction is no longer trauma-based. There's not a trauma underneath it. They're just kind yeah. of raised into it. Right. You know. Right. And I think the I think some of these other addictions we're talking about it's, are very much a part of that. I think so too. Well, I mean, when we were younger, I mean, the only way to get it is, you know, you had to either someone had it and they showed you mm-hmm. or you had to acquire it in some secret fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was very much secretive. I mean, now everyone's carrying a cell phone in their pocket. Right. It's right. not secretive. It's you type in a few words, there it is. Or in some cases, it shows up on your social media feeds it's, right. or it's emailed to you. It's very easy to find it. It's not hard like it used to be, and it's not, you know, secretive so as much. put that in perspective of, I mean, I think you brought up a great point, right? So when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. in, the, in my lifetime, pornography has moved to the VCR. Mm-hmm. How awkward would that be? I remember those days of walking into a where you had mm-hmm. to go rent the DVD mm-hmm. and the VCR machine and walk in and walk back to the adult section and oh, yeah. say, "I'm going to take this one off the shelf and walk up front and say I'd like to rent that." D- that that well, doesn't exist anymore. Well, not only that, more often than not, it was a teenager at That's the desk. Exactly right. It wasn't an adult. That's right. And you then know. you felt stupid, like, "Hey, here, you know." Yeah. Um, so cell phones have and internet have really come about in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I remember. I remember when AOL would send out those big old CDs that say, "Hey, yep. you've got 150 hours of internet." Yeah. And I was thinking, what would I do for 100, what, 150 hours on the internet? What would I do with that? Mm-hmm. And the only thing my mind could even think of was sexual thoughts. Like, wow, do they have sex on there? You know, could you find that? Well, sure enough, that was one of the first. That was one of the first things you could find on the internet. Mm-hmm. So all those things literally happen in our lifetime now. 
to ultimately have all that literally in a device that you carry on your being mm-hmm. 24-7. Well, and not only that, I mean, so the addiction is escaping. Yes. You know, when we, yeah. you know, when I was younger, video games did not look real. It was this little blocky That's guy right. bouncing around. <laughs> That's right. But now video games are very graphic and realistic. I mean, almost so much that it looks like most of the movies we see. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to escape in there into those. Yeah. Um, it, easy to draw in. And, you know, those games are even on our phones or on a tablet. They're not just on a video game console anymore. Uh, you know, when you before the Nintendo came out, if you wanted to play a video game, you had to go to an arcade. Mm-hmm. So you went right. with your buddies. It's not like you were going to see anything inappropriate there. But now you can hide away at home and never leave home. Or uh, there's lots of games where you can pretend that you're a woman and you can go talk to other guys and or or you whatever can be a, you want. Or you can yeah, be a woman right. that play, pretends to be a guy. And some of these games are cross some boundaries and some borders. Oh, for sure. Uh, to yeah. inappropriateness. <clears throat> I mean, there's a, a game out there, um, Cyberpunk twenty something. You know, it was really famous because Keanu Reeves was in it. Uh, I was really excited to get it, but then I found out there's this whole section of the storyline where you have to be sexual, multiple people, and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want this game now. You know, well, do you know, it's interesting because, okay, so sexual addiction is uh, falls into the category of a process addiction. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, process addictions are um, where the the addictive process will attach itself to a... Uh, you know, well, you know, we a define normal, addiction. healthy process yeah. of some type. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a, a lot of good examples um, would be things like gambling, mm-hmm. right. a process addiction, uh, video games, definitely. Right. Yeah, because they're hand eye coordination, right. problem solving skills, uh, teamwork. I mean, some of these games you can play as teams. So, yeah. there's a lot of good processes that can come well, out do you of know, it. Even things like shopping or mm-hmm. uh, food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any of these kind of things kind of overlay on that kind of stuff. And remember that addiction is the continued use of any mind or mood altering substance or experience, even in the face of negative consequences. So, and an addiction is a disease of escape, as you said, and video games give you a limitless place to explore, fantasize, escape. Not only that, they're designed to give you a dopamine hit when, Mm -hmm. you know, and you get a sense when you're successful, there's a high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a real thing. So, uh, I've been recently playing Fortnite with my youngest and you know, you kill someone and all these guns and equipment and all the money and just drop out. And it's like, you get really excited. Like, Oh, I can go grab all this stuff. So you get that little dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. And, but not only that, you know, so that's the in game stuff, but then they offer all these fancy skins and things like that. Sure. But you have to pay real money for that. Yeah. And they're like, even my youngest is like, oh, can I buy that? Can I buy that? Because it's like Spider-Man or mm-hmm. Captain mm-hmm. America or anything like that. But it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't give you anything fancy for the game. No power-ups, nothing. It's just to look like Captain America. And I'm just thinking how many people are just sinking money over and, and over and over oh, yeah. time is yeah well do you know what okay i'll be i'll be honest i really think that i dealt with a, a video game addiction for a long time mm-hmm. and it ran parallel with my oh absolutely with my sexual addiction and and actually when when i was initially busted in 2011 i stopped playing video games that was something that came out of that experience even though i fell back into my my other addiction the video game was uh, an obvious thing, and so yeah. I gave that up 
to kind of placate my wife or make things a little more livable at home while I tried to kind of fudge my way through that first part of right. that first part of the thing. But it was interesting. I've gone back and I looked at that and it was years and years and years before I touched one again. Mm-hmm. Cause I knew that it was a bad place and I would, I would bounce between the two and you know, mm-hmm. I'd be on the computer and I'd bounce between the two. So, you know, they were hand in hand for me for a long time. And I, I remember just recently kind of going back and, and kind of looking through some of that stuff as I've, mm-hmm. you know, and I would have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into these things. Yeah. You know, I can't, wow. I can't imagine the time and the money on all to escape. I remember, I remember taking the console. I remember taking my Xbox on family vacation and plugging it in and playing and playing. Now this, this predated cell phones a little bit. So right. that, mm-hmm. you know, that was a good old black Xbox. I yeah. Still have mine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had to, I took up my special gaming TV and the yeah. whole setup and, and set it up, and and that's what I did the entire week I was up there. I don't mm. know, I have no idea what my what that's amazing. The rest of my family did, but that's yeah. what I did. And so, no, I I think I I think it's a real thing, and it can mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely consume you. Now, maybe maybe the negative consequences aren't so. I don't know, destructive. Maybe initially. I, I mean, for me. Um, the negative consequence was loss of time with my family, my kids. Sure. Well, I think um, people have lost their relationship to your Some certain, have, yeah. yeah. I mean, but because I, you know, I originally like, oh, I'm just going to blow some steam off. But then I, ne- then it's like, you know, the intention was only to play for a little bit, but then an hour or two would go away. And then of course, you know, she'd be frustrated. My kids were like, hey, we want to do go do something. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm almost, I got, I got to yeah, defeat I the boss. Get this next thing, yeah. Once I defeat the boss. But then, you know, I got caught up and I went, I was beyond that boss. I was going on to the yeah. next one and then, oh, I'm almost to the boss. Well, that's because that's they layer those things. It's yeah. like, you know, well, I beat the boss and now I just need to go a little bit further yeah. to get this item or to level up or to do yeah, this I mean, and they get definitely, that next dopamine hit, They you know? definitely have they designed games yeah. to, you know, to pull me in, you know. Even the original Mario way back then. I'm sorry, Mario, our princess is in the, another castle. That right there is telling your brain, oh, I still got to go on. Yeah, I've got to keep moving here. I got to keep moving. And so you do that. You keep moving forward. And this discussion, are- this discussion reminds me of a couple of things. Two things. First of all, the word fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? Fantasy, is, uh, fantasy is very much attached to the idea and notion of addiction of any type. Right? Sure, fantasy-based thinking. Fantasy-based mm-hmm. thinking, certainly, but, but heavily involved in the universe we live in, in the, in the world of sexual addiction. Mm-hmm. Fantasy is a very big thing. And then I, the, the other words that keep coming to my mind is chapter one of Patrick Carn's first book, right? What is real? where you start tackling mm. about the whole concept about what is real and what's not. And those almost seem as though they're incongruent uh, parallel topics, right? How do you live in a fantasy world and then translate or, or transfer comfortably back into what is real? Mm-hmm. How do you walk into a room and play a game for five, six hours All night. on your console, living in this what you would consider to be, a, or I would consider to be anyway, a fantasy world, a universe yeah. that doesn't really exist, and then suddenly get up and walk out into the real world where guess what the house isn't you know i haven't picked up my bedroom i haven't showered in three days i Mm -hmm. haven't done i'm taking care of the basic things i'm not going to work that it just it's incongruent that's completely incongruent and i think what we're seeing is generations of people who are struggling with that incongruency it's difficult to live in a fantasy-based universe playing games and doing that sort of stuff and then comfortably coming back to what's real, especially well, especially if that's where you're deriving your sense of accomplishment. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know. well, I mean, the thing I think really is the scariest thing. You know, it, we have a basis beyond that. I mean, when we were kids, 
we you know summer or after school we go take off play with friends that's right you got out of the house you went places yes video games started showing up in that but like my kids like i had to fight to get them out of the house yeah. it's like can you get off the you know the, the video game and go play, go play outside and i get this do we have to like it was like this weird yeah that's crazy really difficult thing to go well, think outside about, think about gary's talk i mean dude, he's literally talking about going on a family vacation yeah. taking his console and his tv yeah on vacation knowing full well what it was he was going to do mm-hmm. for the entirety of his vacation hey you guys we just traveled from our house to this location where we're supposed to go out and enjoy bear lake and all of yeah. you know all the great things around or whatever it is that's going on and instead i'm going to sit in here how real is that yeah. That that when you when you think about that, mm-hmm. how absolutely jacked up yeah. is that kind of thinking? Well, and now sure. I mean it's really simple. I mean the switch is portable. I mean not only is it oh, a yeah. home console, but yeah. you can take it with you. They also have you know they had the all Game kinds Boy and of all games that. Games on your you, phone. You have games yeah, on your yeah. phone or your tablet. You can go anywhere now. You right. don't need to bring the special gaming TV right. and the console. Um, I mean PlayStation and Xbox. You can hook it up so you can play those games from your phone. Wow. Uh, so it, it's, it's crazy now. My, so it's no wonder that kids and teens and, you know, guys in their twenties now are struggling so hard because sure. they've grown up in this era where this has all been second nature. Yeah. You know, even now kids are doing schoolwork on Chromebooks at school. They're oh, on sure. computers. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, my kids were like, Hey, you know, do you have your, they were, you know, my older kids were like kind of ridiculed a little bit because the teachers expected them to have cell phones, and we didn't. They didn't have cell phones. They didn't get one until they had their jo- first job. First job, yeah. And you know, and that's just kind of expected. The kids have phones, and it's like, it's My. it's weird because they play games, they pick things up quickly. It doesn't. It just takes one misspelled word, or even something innocent, looking up, and suddenly that someone in a has place. Yeah. strategically said, "Okay, people are going to go here. We're going to take that domain name, and we're going to make it a site." Right. They stumble on it once, and that's there. And now the curiosity begins. Oh, and it'll it, it finds you. Yeah, it finds you. Yeah, you don't have to look hard, do you? No, no. you don't have to look at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, you really don't. No, you no. don't. I have grandkids that uh, uh, I was spending some time with some grandkids the other day. My youngest grandchild is three, and at three, four years old. He'll mm-hmm. come up and see my phone. The first thing he wants to say is, "Hey, can I play a game on that?" Oh yeah. And I have to remind him that, mm, well, Grandpa's phone's a little dull. There's no such thing as a game on mine. <laughs> we yeah. don't we don't play games on my phone, and you know, there's just nothing on it. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing on mine. Either, I mean, my so. daughter asked the same thing. She's like, "Why don't you have games on your yeah. phone?" I'm like, "Cause I just don't want games on my phone." Yeah, and they asked me even more. I mean, how about like, the internet? Can you give me the internet? Well, I'm sorry, none of that exists on my phone. <laughs> so, you're the boring but it, grandpa. Well, yeah, it's just so commonplace <laughs> to yeah. have that. It's interesting at that young of an age that they're pretty attuned to. Yeah. They're pretty attuned. Well, to do you know stuff. what? I think I think it's it's also super scary. I mean, a video game addiction can be enough to absolutely destroy your life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely Certainly. destroy your life. But it also creates that kind of mental infrastructure, if mm-hmm. you will. It, you know, so that if something else were to be introduced it, it would just plug just right plug in, right and, in. And, and just use the same circuitry and yeah and i, I mean even I, a food addiction oh yeah the same thing yeah yeah no so, absolutely spooky it can. stuff to I think mean, about i mean yeah. i know my oldest son um he still plays normal video games but he's kind of he's got the the oculus you know so you're in virtual reality and he has friends that they meet up and they watch movies in this virtual reality oh, where my. it's the actual movie but it's like 
why don't you just go to the theater and meet up in person? <laughs> right. Like, so, or, you, or, so, or so they're getting together. House. They're putting on that. So they're they're getting they're, together in virtual reality. They're putting a goggle on their face. You know, it has. Does speakers. that mean that they're all in their individual homes? Yes, they're not getting physically together. Correct. They're all watching the same movie at their house <laughs> with this headset on, <laughs> oh, 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 and, you know, and and they also meet up every night and they chat with one another, which is great that they're getting social like that. But they're not meeting in person. Yeah. They're all isolated. They're all alone. And it's just like... That's creating fertile soil for some really troubling stuff. I I think that in and of itself is just troubling. Oh, it is. It is. (laughs) But it's the sad state of things. Um, You know, Ready Player One, that's a fantastic book. And there's very similar themes going on there where everyone is living in this virtual fantasy world. And they have special equipment and everything. So you can do all sorts of crazy things. But it's like... They never get together. Wow. And it's just really sad that, that that's where things are going. There's definitely places that addictions can thrive there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even we look at Wally, the Disney movie there, you, everyone was very heavy set because everything was handed to them. They never wanted for anything. They, they were also wandering around in virtual worlds. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's sad where I the think, state of things I, are. I believe Facebook is making an attempt to create. The false universe, right? I mean, that's really what they're oh, all about. Oh, I think about. a lot of people are. Yeah. And do you know what I think? I think with AI, it's going to be the next generation of sure. I mean, oh, geez, wait, wait till you're, wait till you're, <laughs> wait till you're. I don't know. Some it, people are so isolated that they'll get into these AI things, and that might mm-hmm. be the best relationship they've ever had. Yeah. Wow. Really? I mean, yeah, really it's spooky to think. But about I think it. we're spooky. really. I mean, I think everything is designed r- right now to be very easy first to fall into an addiction pattern with it. Uh, video games are very even TV shows. Yeah, you know, um, you know, it used to be that you had to wait you, a week. Well, besides waiting a week, <laughs> no, yeah, really, yeah, you <laughs> had what? I have to wait a, seven days for this? <laughs> yeah, you had to wait for the next episode. <laughs> now it just throws that, and you binge through it, and then you're like, <gasps> I gotta wait. You know, um, but beyond that, like you know, way back or 80s and 70s, they didn't show a lot of skin. Yeah. You know, and it was very suggestive of people doing things they go into a bedroom close the door you know there'd be some music and you're like oh i know what's going on now it's just it's there you see everything yeah and so it's it's really sad where things have gone so then so then what's the antidote what's the solution i mean you you can't sterilize the environment no you can't can't. but i think uh, you know the antidote to our sexual addiction in a lot of cases is always well we've always been taught is connection yeah and i still that i believe that to be true Mm -hmm. Even when we talk about video games or any other sort of addiction, that the yeah. connection is a piece of it. It's interesting you bring up food addiction. I I think we isolate, and I, I think sometimes we. I know I go to the to the pantry to self self soothe. That's a tough mm-hmm. word, but I got yeah, it right. out. <clears throat> so I, I go to self soothe, and if that's the case, what I'm really missing is is some sort of connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that how, how helpful would it be if I could make a strong connection with somebody such that, that I didn't feel the need then to go stand in front of the pantry to find something to, to snack on. But but even that's so, subliminal. I mean how many how many yeah. movies have we seen where, you know, the the woman breaks up and she gets the Absolutely. giant tub yeah. of ice cream and yeah. she's just eating it. Yeah. And then the friend comes over and you see all the food everywhere and she's just a mess. She didn't call her friend and come over and hey, I need someone to talk to, I need right. someone to lean on. Um, and yeah, so we're that, socialized that to believe us. what some of this yeah. stuff is. Sure, you know, I mean, as far as you know, with me in video games, one, I'm intentional. So if it's oh, just yeah, me, it's go. like, okay, 
I'm going to play for this amount. And I set a timer. And I oh. play for that amount. Once it's done, I leave. What happens, if you haven't, else. what happens if you haven't beat the boss? Then or I just leave it. Like, I'll put it into rest mode, and then I can come back, and I'm right back there. The oh. game remembers without me saving. Um, like with Fortnite, like I said, I play with my son, and we play together. And again, it's it's for a set amount of time. I'll yeah. like, hey, I can play with you for 30 minutes. Sometimes that's only two games, but it's for 30 minutes. He knows there's a parameter. Hmm. And, you know, we may come back again and play another 30 minutes, but it's for a small window mm. of time because I don't want to be sitting there all day because I, I got work to do. I got to mow the well, lawn you know and there's, everything else. There's yeah. a big difference. There is a big difference between playing the game for playing the game and playing the game with somebody. Oh, yeah. For Does, does that make to sense? To be with it somebody. It does, sure. yeah. So, so it, you know, I don't, I don't think any of us are saying... You know, none of the Don't none game. of the things that we're ta- we're talking about are necessarily inherently bad. No, no, no. It's just the excesses of it's them. The, yeah, it's the excess and and the uh, not doing it with intention or no parameters. No parameters. No, no yeah. borders. Yeah. No boundaries. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. even the situation with my son. It's great that he's being social because mm-hmm. he is a little antisocial or not antisocial, socially awkward a bit. Um, so it is great that he's doing that. But it would be nice to also balance it out where every now and then they met in person oh for sure so that there's that deeper connection happening because there isn't really true connection happening when you can't see someone well do you know be in 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 proximity do you know when i you know we talked about watching movies and things like that my favorite part about going to the movie was the conversation afterwards oh yeah or even the conversation beforehand, you oh, know, oh, yeah. because you're waiting in line. Yeah. It's like, Anticipation oh, what, of what, it do you, all. Sure. what do you think is going to happen in the movie? This, 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 we this, saw the trailer yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so it's a healthy connection. So whatever yeah. it is, don't take your video games on vacation. Right. <laughs> Learn from Gary. <laughs> yeah. don't. Let me take one for the team here. Don't go put isolate it, with your it, video put game. Put it down and go spend some real time with yeah. your spouse or your... So connection is a yeah. big piece of it. I yes. connection is a big piece of it. I think the other piece of it is... Uh, the intentionality of it is mm-hmm. really good. I think both of you have indicated, look, if I set some parameters around this, I can I can be okay in this space. Oh, yes. <clears throat> and make and time to be present. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Be present with the family. Be present. You know, it's okay. I love playing, like, original Halo 2. I love playing that with other friends. Because it, it's so much fun. That was so the whole point fun. of the game. You go do yeah. those land parties oh, yeah. and stuff. And, everybody <laughs> and it's together. so much fun making fun of other people and, you know, and, and things like that. See, I loved that. Because again, you're you're connecting, you're having fun, yeah, you're making fun was, of each other. That was back in the day when you actually had to bring your stuff yes, together. Yes, yes. Uh, anyway, but this is going to date me a little bit. I never okay. played. I've I've never played Halo. Good that's for you. Okay. I've never played. I've actually. My parents bought me a video game machine when I was I don't know fourteen, thirteen, fourteen years old. Commodore sixty four. Uh, it, it was in Magnavox actually. Oh, okay. So and Magnavox had a, a the one game I did get was football. Okay. And so my brother and I would sit and play football for a little while, mm. you know, and it only had, and it was funny because the, the figures looked like little blocky, yep, you yep, know, yep. but you could get them to run certain patterns and, yeah. you'd, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd throw the ball and they'd catch it and, you know, the right team would win and et cetera. <clears throat> but it was, it wasn't like it drew you in, mm-hmm. in that same sense, because I think you're right. Yeah. They looked like little blocks running down yeah. a, a field. Well, now you got field. Madden. 
and that oh, yeah, it looks yeah. identical to the players. Yeah, you pick you the feel players. It, you and... hear the music. The mm-hmm. crowd is cheering. Yeah. The, you know, you get you you used to have John Madden speaking sure. just like he would on a TV show. So that was the last time I really played games. I, mm-hmm. uh, we went through a couple of video boxes as my kids got a little. You know, for my mm-hmm. kids, we did the PlayStation and we did uh, and we did the what's the other one where you actually play uh, the Wii. And a, uh, the Wii. The Wii. We did do the yeah. Wii and enjoyed that because they were very physical. Yeah. So we could work up a genuine set and uh, work up a sweat in a tennis match on Wii. So nice. those were the things we did. Outside of that, I just have never been a gamer. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's not everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I will you tell had you that other co addictions. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, Don't judge me because uh, you know, just because my sin's different than yours. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> we all have different ones. Yeah. And. I will say that uh, that uh, if you know, be mindful. Have a look at yourself. Find out if you've got some co addictions going on or things like that. And then yeah. be aware that you have to deal with those at the same time. Right. Because if you just switch, if you just switch from one to the other, you're keeping all of that. Uh, you're keeping that neural pathway yeah, you're alive. Keeping that alive. Absolutely. And then, as far as the, you know. I'll make a little Harry Potter reference here. I loved it when Dumbledore was talking about the Mayor of Erised. It says, mm-hmm. it does no good to lose yourself in there and forget to live. Yeah. You know, so. Great line. Go go live. Yeah, yeah. go live. Go live. Make some connections. Yeah. People around you are actually pretty cool if you give them a chance. That's so. right. I think the bottom line of all this is it doesn't matter where you're at right now. The fact of the matter is, is what you're doing right now won't be what you're doing a year from now. Mm-hmm. So if you continue down this path that that it may be sexual addiction in your future, maybe alcoholism, maybe gambling, maybe a variety of other things that was introduced to you from where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. So be careful of that. So yes. I think the key to it more than anything is, is just rein in whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's whether it's gaming or whatever, but rein it in right now. Get some parameters around it. Get some borders around it. Understand it because you want to be safe right. as you move forward. It's okay to have... It's okay to have stuff. It's okay to have hobbies. hobbies it's not absolutely. okay for those things to have you. That's right. That is a true story. All right. What a great conversation. Good conversation. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I'll say this is Gary saying, do the next right thing. And this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. And this is Daniel saying, find the humility in your recovery. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find us. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.